I'm Abby Fentress-Swanson, and this is Harvest Public Media's Field Notes, in which we talk about important issues related to food production. Everyone knows the Midwest is a strong part of America's breadbasket, but it's also cradled to a huge pumpkin crop. That means this Thanksgiving, hungry families all over the country will finish off their holiday meal with a little slice of the Midwest. Harvest Public Media's Peter Gray reports. From the road, Ackerman Farms in Morton, Illinois, looks like a typical Midwestern farm. But bumping up a muddy hill in John Ackerman's truck between rows of corn and soybeans, I see just how eclectic it is. I've got one that looks like a giant pickle that weighs 70 pounds. It's uh, long of Naples. It's a good eating one. Uh, There's even a variety that's uh, beige with uh, bright orange stripes. It's called one too many because that's what your eyeball is supposed to look like after you've had one too many. Ackerman grows pumpkins. He's got big, bright jack-o'-lanterns. He's got funky-looking gourds. He's one of the 70 to 80 growers that provide the lion's share of the pumpkin for our Thanksgiving Day treats. Ackerman and other local farmers plant rows and rows of pumpkins for canning and pie filling, though they look nothing like those carved on Halloween. We tell our school children that it might not be as pretty as some of the other pumpkins, but it makes a great pumpkin pie. They're oblong with off-white skin like their cousin, the butternut squash. Libby's select winter squash look a bit like giant bumpy eggs, and Ackerman is not alone in cashing in on their sweet orange centers. I understand that most years there's about 5,000 acres in central Illinois devoted to the Libby's pumpkins. Anyone who's walked down the canned vegetable or baking aisle of a grocery store will likely recognize the name Libby's. They're the canned pumpkin kings. According to food giant Nestle, which owns Libby's Pumpkin, 8 out of 10 cans of processed pumpkins sold in the U.S. last year were from Libby's, which means from central Illinois. They source only from growers close to their Morton, Illinois processing plant. Plus, there's another pumpkin canning factory up the road. That's why locals call Morton the pumpkin capital of the world. Mark Schleusener with the USDA says California, New York, Michigan, and Ohio plant big pumpkin crops, but Illinois really is the pumpkin state. So in 2012, Illinois harvested more than 16,000 acres. The next biggest state was Ohio, with 7,200. So Illinois was more than twice as big as the second largest pumpkin-producing state in 2012. That's both canned and the decorative kind, and it's a lot of pumpkins. While drought withered corn in 2012, pumpkins boomed, and Illinois farmers produced more than a third of the nation's crop. This year's harvest is on track to be another big one. Other Midwestern and Plains states don't come close to that level of production, largely due to economics and gravity. Pumpkins are heavy, and, you know, they they are expensive to transport. We have tested growing pumpkin in different areas, and we have found the Morton pumpkin just to be perfect for our purposes. That's Roz O'Hearn with Nestle's Prepared Foods Division. It's a perfect relationship for area farmers, too. In 2009, Nestle paid John Ackerman for a crop that was lost due to harvest season flooding, but those growing without a contract don't get that safety net, and pumpkins are a tough crop to keep alive. But we were very, very dry. Even a rain like this... Back on his farm, Ackerman covers the jack-o'-lanterns in his front yard with plastic to ward off frost, just one of many threats to his bottom line. He can charge more for decorative pumpkins, but unlike the canning variety, if Mother Nature wipes these out, it's entirely his loss. 
To be honest, any vining crop, uh, particularly pumpkins, are a fickle crop. If they get rain at the wrong time, it can be disastrous. Uh, They are more susceptible to fungus and diseases. With Nestle in his backyard, Ackerman can afford to take those risks. Farmers elsewhere can't. While some folks turn their noses up at canned pumpkin, the market for pumpkin products is growing. Soon, it may not just be the dirty little pumpkin pie secret of cooks pressed for time. Perhaps you'll find pumpkin ravioli on Valentine's Day, pumpkin salsa for Cinco de Mayo, pumpkin dip during a summer barbecue pumpkin. Well, you get the idea. I'm Peter Gray, Harvest Public Media. And that's this week's Field Notes from KBIA and Harvest Public Media. I'm Abby Fentress-Swanson. To learn more about the Midwest pumpkin crop, go to kbia.org. And to hear a conversation about the history of Thanksgiving food traditions and to get recipe ideas, tune into Intersection on Monday at 2 o'clock. Harvest Public Media is a collaboration of nine public media stations across the Midwest. To learn more, contact us, and find more episodes of Field Notes, visit harvestpublicmedia.org. (laughs) 